0: Bandwidth for This Week in Photography is brought to you by CashFly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. Okay, so we're here at Minox. Now, Minox has an illustrious history of 007.
1: Absolutely. This, this is the classic Minox camera. If you've ever seen
0: the old spy movies, you know. Yeah, the, of course, the spy movie that I thought of, I don't know if they're gonna be happy when I talk about it, but when I see this, all I think of is Fletch. Remember the little thing with the Doberman chasing him and running around? But, but it's like, but, but for the spies, uh, you know, all these spy films, this is the great little camera that, that is the classic. I mean, this is the, the spy camera. It's not a spy camera, it's the spy camera. You pro- and I mean, you probably
1: remember, you know, it's, just, it's got the little tiny viewfinder, you can shoot all those important documents and everything like that. Uh, this is the real film version still. It's so it has the. Remember how this works? So the little film canister fits in there, and everything. It's so cute. So these are. This is the classic model, right? But Minox now has now come up with a whole line, apparently. They're moving into the future. I mean, they're going digital. Right. So they've got a bunch of these cool little mini cameras that are the digital no, equivalents of this.
0: They have a spy camera still.
1: Right. So this is this is their their latest model of the the ultra small compact one. It's even more compact than uh, than the original. Fully digital. I think it's like five megapixels type of resolution. Uh, has an accessory thing which you can stick on here for auxiliary
0: flash and also um, viewfinder. A viewer, because you know when you want to make it really, really small, when you want to hide it somewhere, you don't want to have all that extra stuff. But when you do, no there chimp- it is. No chimping, as
1: it says, right? You don't, you, 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 if you're in the middle of your spy mission, you can't be seeing if your exposure is right and looking back at your things and everything, so we don't do that. You just got to shoot and go. So, But in addition to that, they've got a couple of other retro versions of this uh, in multiple colors.
0: This is the Paris Hilton version.: Apparently so. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's actually the Paris Hilton version, but when I see it, I just think Paris Hilton. I, you can imagine Paris Hilton with a little dog and a little camera
1: when you're just carrying it around. So I don't know a whole lot about this one. It's not as cool to me as this, which is the old-style rollerflex. I don't even know if you can see this whole thing, but it's got the whole thing where it pops up. You get a little LCD viewfinder here. So you actually shoot pointing downward. It's got the classic crank on the side that you have to crank it in order to shoot the next picture. And you crank it again like that. It's pretty crazy. That's so
0: cute. It's, it's just like, it's, it's just classic photography in miniature. Uh, Price-wise, they're a little expensive. But, but, you know, the thing is, is this is an emotional thing. This isn't, this isn't something you're buying because you're trying to have the, the, these, these types of them. And they have a couple other ones that are more standard cameras. But the types that we wanted to show you here are, are that you're not buying them because they're, they're going to compete directly with Olympus or, or Nikon. or they're, they're, you're, you're buying them because they're cool. And so there's a, the, the, that's it. That's a, at a party. You pull this out at a party. You're going to get some attention. Exactly. Hang on. Let me get the photo here. Everybody that's- smile. There's going to be a lot of people asking about that camera, so, you know, if you want people to come up and talk to you and ask you about the camera, that's the way to do it. So anyway, that, once again, it's Minox, and, uh, and I don't even know what they call these other than miniature cameras, but what they're really known for is spy cameras. So we're here at Tamarack, and uh, Ron found something that was insanely cool. What is this? Insanely cool. Well, it's pretty neat, at least. Um, <laughs> it's insanely
1: cool. It's so, impossibly small. It is pretty small. It's pretty light, right? It's impossibly light. This, this is this man. You're just selling, aren't you? I'm excited about it. It's it's, cool. it's it's cool. All right. So this this is a tripod, and we all know how much I love tripods. Um, but I had to check this one out. So it's kind of wrapped up. You can see what it is. I'm gonna just unbungee cord it, and I'll just demo what it is first of all. Just
0: basically, it's, it's a spider.
1: This. Oh. And it's out, and it's open. So you notice I didn't do any unscrewing and pulling and all that kind of stuff out. Um, what is this, it's like on your tent, those tent poles that you have with, you know, the, the aluminum tubes and they got the elastic between them and you just sort of snap them into place. This, this is what this is and, and they just, Tamrac makes this beast. It's called the Zip Shot.
0: I had to he's, still, he's still working on that. We know what it is, we just don't
1: know what it's called. Exactly, uh, but it's surprisingly stable. Okay, granted, this is not a replacement for your carbon fiber uh, Manfrotto with, you know, AcroTech ball head, but what it is is a pretty neat Light, extremely lightweight that you can shove into a bag. It's got a ball head on there, adjustable ball head, and it's reasonably good in terms of the amount of weight you can put on it. They claim uh, most full-size DSLRs with sort of the kit lens on it. You're not gonna put one of those monster uh, Scott Bourne lenses on it, but you know, your, your decent size uh, lens, I probably, I probably wouldn't put a really long lens on there. They, they say it holds, you know, even in the sideways orientation, and it does feel pretty strong, what you've got on there. And, you know, ultimately just the fact that it compresses to something that's so incredibly small and light is kind of...
0: A lot of us have these like really light little tripods, and and we were just just talking about one from Joby, but it was sticking on something. But something you sometimes you want something a little bit more. You want something that can sit up a little bit. What I look at when I saw this, when when, when Ron, Ron was the one that showed it to me, but when I saw it, what I really saw it as is a great one. If you have like a little HV20 or HV30, you want to do sit down interviews, or you want to do some little sit down portraits that are kind of on the run. Uh, it's the perfect height for that, you know. And, and it's probably as, as high as you could ever make one of these uh, and actually have it work. Um, but it is uh, it is. It's It's great for what it is. And I think it's only, how much is it?
1: Uh, I think they said it's like 50 bucks, you know, and you can get it anywhere,
0: Amazon or B&H
1: or Adorama or any of those.
0: And if you're traveling though, I think, and you're saying, you know, I'm not gonna bring a tripod because I don't have, it's too much weight, it's too much, it takes up too much room. This is, this is that's the kind of alternative, that's where this makes a good that's
1: alternative. Exactly, that's exactly where I would characterize it as, is you know, this is the one, if you weren't planning to bring a tripod in the first place, this is light enough and, and small enough, you can just toss it into a bag and you know, not feel too bad about having it. And it's, you know, it's, you're not gonna be shooting if it's really windy out or if anything intense is going on, but you know, Simple like this,
0: and you're ready to go. Pretty nifty, and once again, it's called the Zip Shot, and it's from Tamarack. So now you know you're not really famous. You you haven't really made it, until you have a bobblehead made of yourself, you know? And so, and so the thing is, is that a lot of times I'm still waiting. I mean, I've been waiting for a long time to have a bobblehead made of my head. And, uh, and it turns out that I don't have to wait for some big company to do it for me. I can actually just have it made. and. I know that kind of feels like cheating, but I think I might have to do it. So, so this is called you bobble, and uh, and what they do is they you send them a photograph. They're gonna take your your head, and someone's gonna actually sculpt it. So they're gonna sculpt your head, uh, and then they're gonna send it back to you and say, hey, is, is is this your head? And you're gonna go yes, or you go no, change this, change this, and they're gonna send it back to you, and then they're gonna paint it all up, and they're gonna you know bake it into something that's gonna last for a while, and they're gonna put it together, and they're gonna send it to you. Now you, you think that that whole round trip is gonna cost you a lot of a lot of money. I mean, this would be a thousand dollars. I mean someone sculpting it by hand it costs about hundred dollars 120 bucks something like that so it's a it's a pretty inexpensive little little gift uh, you know so, to, to just tell someone that you love that uh, uh, you that, that they've made it that they made it they have their own bobblehead so this is the first of three things that I wanted to show you of ways to turn your photographs into 3d that you you probably didn't think about now you're probably wondering which one is real so here, what we have here is this is another one of the three things I wanted to show you of three D versions of your photos that you probably didn't think of. So three uh, D PhotoWorks, and uh, what they do is they take your photo and they use some kind of secret proprietary process to uh, extrude it out. Uh, I think there's a bunch of little green guys with little chisels and put put it together. But what they do here is they they bring it out and then they apply that photo to it. And it's it, you know I, I'm not sure in the middle of the night if I'm ready to have this sticking out in my living room, but it is pretty cool. I mean you know you, you have to you, you think about it. I mean you really start starting to move into that, uh, into, into 3D, and so this is another one, like the bobblehead, you have another way to, to kind of bring this out into 3D, and there's still one more that I want to show you. So. I so feel like I'm in Harry Potter. So I mean, doesn't this like when you're looking at? I don't know how it looks on video, but I'll tell you what it looks like in real life. It's it's like a 3D character that's uh, that's that's in here. Now this is 3D Photo. Us and uh, and what they do is they 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 provide these to dealers. It's a really a service for dealers, but uh, retail this is about four hundred dollars for a, for an image like this and. Uh, and it just kind of jumps out. And, and, and so this, this process is another way that I just wanted to show you these three different ways of how 3D is, uh, is you know, being, how photos are being taken to 3D. So it's a, it's, a, it's a new process that keeps it very flat. And it feels very odd to, like, when I, when I touch the screen, it, 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 it does feel like I'm, I, I should be reaching into the scene. And, uh, but I, when I, as soon as I walked by here, I just I felt like I could hear the Harry Potter. I was waiting for the film. I was waiting for, the, I was waiting for one of these guys to start talking to me, and they didn't. But but that's okay. So check it out, 3Dphoto.us.